everybody. So the, the topic we're going to be talking about tonight is in Yana Diyama. It feels kind of funny talking about that particular Yana Diyama when we're on Hanukkah. Uh, so I will say this as a Hagdama, an introduction to this concept, is that uh, we're going to be talking about accepting gifts, giving gifts, holiday-themed gifts, and attending holiday parties. We're just going to really address an, uh, just a small aspect of attending holiday parties. There's really a lot of complica- complications, uh, halacha complications, attending parties, non-Jewish parties in general, which requires a share for itself, like going to nothing to do with a uh, holiday, even going to a non-Jewish wedding is a serious halachic ramifications. Uh, so that will have to be discussed separately. But we're going to talk about the holiday aspect of it, giving gifts, taking gifts, and even just talking. I mean, I got a text today from my brother-in-law. Can he say Merry Xmas to his uh, clients, right? I said, come tonight. He's a little far away. But it's, uh, that's, we'll try to talk about that, those, those issues. And uh, the sugi that we begin with is the sugi in the beginning of Adizara, which uh, says that the problem Chazal had with this is that when you give a gift to a non-Jew around his, uh, his chaga, around the time that he, he celebrates his holiday, then what he does is he goes, he goes and he praises his idol. He, he, he praises his Avedi uh, Zara. And we have to think of that on, on the flip side, that that's what they do, then is that what we do? Which means when we get a gift, when we do a, business, a good business deal, do we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And they, obviously, it's only really a chashash, it's only really a problem for them during their holiday season, that's when we're most worried that they would do that. Uh, that's because, obviously, they didn't really, weren't so involved in serving service otherwise. They didn't do their Avedas idol <laughs> the rest of the, the year. But we do Avedas Hashem all year, right? We are to come into Davin three times a day. So for us, it would be on a daily basis that it would be a question for us that if we can't give a gift to a non-Jew because he's going to praise his God, what does that say about us? So that means we, every time we get a gift, every time we do a good deal, that's what we should be doing. We should be azal And that means not just doing what we do by rote, but our Shemayin Asrei should be a Shemayin Asrei that's specifically thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what we've gotten. And that's really... A one very strong theme that runs throughout Hanukkah. We say Hal for eight days. We say Hal Shalom for eight days. Something that you only do on Sukkot. We don't do it on Pesach. We have the, such a, 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 a day after day when we say Hal and we say six times in Hal. We say and each time we say you should be thinking about something else. And you should be able to come up with eight times six worth of things in your life, that you should be able to say, you have your children, you have your family, you have your parents, you have your job, you have your community, you have your shul. There are so many things, if we give it a little thought, throughout Hanukkah, one should be dedicated to each one of those. And that's perhaps the Tzad Shekineged that we can take out of this shir. We're going to be talking about you know, the, op- the problem, we should also understand from that, it should be an inspiration for us, you know, where, where we should go with this. So let's begin with the questions we're going to be dealing with. We're going to be talking about, can you give a holiday gift or card to a coworker, a client, a boss? And can you accept a holiday gift or card from a non-Jew? Right? 
So that's question number one. Another question is, can you attend a holiday party? Can you attend a holiday party? I was asked to give this year after it's all finished already. So you'll re- hopefully all remember this for next year. It'll be recorded, so it's nitzchis. You can listen to this next year. But that's it. You know, this is your last get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, so can you attend a holiday party? And can you say Merry Xmas to someone? Can you wish them, uh, uh, you know, or, or what about just Happy Holidays? Is that okay? And that really is a greater question about saying that word itself, you know, mentioning that uh, as he's referred to in many different svarim. Can you mention his name? Is there a problem saying his name? Uh, You know, it's always important to realize there are certain expressions and words that are very closely related to that. And some of them are actually quite shocking for a Jew to use. Like, for example, a Jew should never say, let's cross our fingers. If you think about what that means. That's like the worst thing you can say. <laughs> You're happening ton of a desire. Yeah. Right. Some of them are less obvious, you know, but cross your fingers, give out. So anyway, uh, you know, or when, you know, there's an exclamation that begins with a J that you shouldn't say that either. <laughs> anyway, now uh, it was brought to my attention today, Mitch brought to my attention, a whole new uh, twist on this Shiloh, which I was never <laughs> really, never, I never thought it would have been a Shiloh, but there was this little, um, there's a, a shul actually called Oratora in Atlanta. Whose Rav apparently was from Silver Spring. What's his name? Adam Star. Adam Star. And uh, he has a, a uh, he has a mispal. <laughs> One of his mispalim has a very interesting profession, a uh, markedly not Jewish profession, but he's an Orthodox Jew, and he's Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus. That's his job. And they did a they did a. Uh, it's a full-time yeah. position, actually. They, they, they interviewed him, and they have a video on it about him because he, he does his thing you know, during this time of year. He looks like Santa Claus. That's why he started it. The only reason he looks like Santa Claus is his parents were nifter with him week of each other, and he grew out his beard for a full year. Okay. He looks like Santa Claus. Taka does. <laughs> and now he, even on Shabbos, apparently, he walks around like that, oh, you know, with red, red shirt and green pants. And, and just, you can you look at this up. And, uh, and he actually has this a Santa Claus school. I was very surprised. I didn't know he had to go to school for that, but he runs a, a Santa Claus program. If anybody was interested in in uh, becoming that, you know, in, in pursuing that particular uh, line, <laughs> yeah, he trains. He trains. Uh, no, he trains Santa Clauses. <laughs> he does the very. You can see him giving sheer. So he's standing there. He's giving. He's giving. He's giving sheer. So can a Jew uh, be uh, Santa Claus? I would have never thought this is a child, but it's really kind of the same issue. Lastly. Um, there are unfortunately different, this we're not really going to talk about, but I just want to mention it. There are different kinds of strains of uh, minhagim that very clearly evolved the wrong direction. Like we know a lot of our, our minhagim involved towards the non Jews, you know, lighting the lights and whatever they do, kind of came, you know, where we, we know where it started from, but then there's some backwards, you know, there was some <laughs> re, uh, reflex minhagim, like uh, the concept of a mystery Maccabee. So is that okay? I don't think it's so okay. I mean, I don't think it's halachically a problem, but if there's anything that could be chukas ha'akum, I think that will qualify. Okay. What is Mr. Macri? Okay, whoever doesn't know what that is can talk about it afterwards. All right, let's, move, let's see some of the Maramakimists here. So first thing I want to bring to everybody's attention, a fascinating thing, is that we think this is only a problem. We think this problem is only a problem on December 25th. And really... If you look at the very first Rambam we have here, this is a much more intense problem than you think it is. It's a lot, more, it's a lot worse than you think. The Rambam in Hilchas of Edezar, Perek Tess, Allah Chadalat, says, Hanoitrim, that's the, the, the Christians, Oivdeh Avedezar Ahim, they are Oivdeh Avedezar, V'yoyim Rishayin, Hu Yoyim Edam. 
And Sunday is their holiday. You're not allowed to do business with them if you're in Eretz Yisrael. Three days a week you can't do business with them. Starting from Thursday. So you know, you know like no, no uh, online sales to Christians. On Thursday, Friday, and Shabbos, if you're in Eretz Yisrael. Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. And certainly Sunday, that you can't sell them anything anywhere. And that's the way you have to do for all their holidays. So we can see we have a big problem on our hands. It's not just a question of Xmas. This is a whole year of fear. If there's a problem, if there's a problem of this concept, of the, con- the Isser of doing business or accepting gifts or giving gifts, that whole sugya, which is the sugya, the beginning of Masech Tzavay Dezar, the first, the first six plot in Masech Tzavay Dezar, deals with this issue. Are you allowed to give a gift to a guy around his holiday time? Can you accept a gift from a guy around his holiday time? Can you sell something to him? Can you buy something from him? Let him pay his debt? All those things, according to the Rambam, every single Sunday you have that problem if you're dealing with Christians. So obviously this is going to be a big issue. So let's start, instead of going into all the Isurim and all the problems, let's start, jump straight to possible Haterim. Some more what concerns us right now. So I'll take a look at this Gemara, Masech Zavay Dezar, Davav Avabay. It says a story here. Hahum Mina, there was a Min, an Ampikairis, or someone who was the Avid Avadizar. Dishadr le Dinra Kaiser Na'a, the Rabbi Huda Nesia, Biyayim Eidai. He sent as a gift. To Rabbi Huda Nesia, the grandson of Rabbeinu Akadish, he sent him a, din- a dinra kaiser na. Dinra kaiser na was the, the brand new, freshly minted uh, coin, which was uh, it just you know had just the way it would work over there is that it, the king would issue new currency which, and would make all old currency obsolete. So he gave him like the freshly minted collector's edition of this coin. He gave it to Rabbi Huda Nesia, but he made it and he gave it to him on the day of his holiday. So Rishlokesh was sitting and learning in front of Rabbi Huda Nesiyah. And now Rabbi Huda Nesiyah was in a pickle. What should I do? Ashkelay, if I accept it, he's going to go and praise his, his God, his idol, that I accepted a gift from him. And I honored him that way. If I don't accept it, then he's going to, ha- this going to cause hatred between us and the non-Jews. And that is a problem. That creates... Um, can potentially create situations of pikuach nefesh, and it's something which we are, uh, the Chazal always wanted to avoid. Amalei Rishlakish toil, he Rishlakish came up with a solution, a rabbi solution. Toil, take it, and drop it into a pit, like lose it, in other words, drop it into the sewer in front of him. So Rabbi Huda says, what kind of, what kind of eitz is that? I'm a kolshke in the Havle Eva, so I'm, I'm really uh, insulting him. I'm taking his thing and throwing it in the garbage. So he says, no, no, no. Be clumsy. Now, as he'll give it to you, you know, you'll position yourself over the sewer, and then just as he gives it, you're like, oh, and it'll fall into the sewer. So everything is great. Now, he, you didn't have any Ava because it, ostensibly you accepted it, but he won't be that excited to go and praise his God because, you know, it ended up in the sewer. So that was the solution that Rishlokish came up with. So Rishlokish didn't actually give him a psak, right? Rishlokish didn't tell him what to do. He didn't say, it's okay, you can take it because of Eva. Rather, he did, like I said, a rabbi approach. He came up with a creative solution, how to get out of the problem without actually passing in the Shiloh. So, uh, addressing what Rabbi Huda Nesia has here, Rabbi Huda Nesia is grappling with the issue that we're grappling with, right? It's by not accepting gifts or by not in our situation giving gifts or, or not, not, not following what's considered normal 
protocol, normal client-boss relationship, uh, client, client, um, uh, you know, uh, <coughs> provider relationship and boss uh, um, employee relationship. You're not following protocols. Just simply not considered. Uh, it's, it's not considered. Uh, Proper etiquette. I don't know how, how we can descri- describe it. It's just you're not normal, right? You're considered weird. You're not considered doing the right thing. So that's a modern day equivalent of Eva. So maybe we don't have to worry about Adkadekach that they're going to go and make a pogrom in the streets. So we have that level of Eva. But Eva doesn't necessarily require that. We find in other places in Halacha, Eva's, even the underpinnings of Eva is also a problem. So that, that, that also would play into this problem. So, as it is, we learned this Gemara, so it doesn't really tell us exactly what to do. But then other Rishonim, they had a different approach. They said they felt the Gemara does tell, is telling us what to do. Take a look at the Ridva. Chedusha Ridva, Ravadiram Sachzavadizar. So he brings down the Gemara, Ahum Yina, the Shadal Adinur Keser Nal, Rabbi Huda Nasiyah. He sent him this coin on Yom Edai, his holiday. What should I do? Ashkelai, Azlamaydal, Ashkel, Havle Eva. I don't take it, I'll have Eva. Pirish. Whenever there is an Eva issue, they did not prohibit it in our Mishnah. Even on the day of the holiday itself, which is the worst, the most Chamor Isser, even then it's okay. Because in reality, this whole problem of accepting a gift is only Drabanan. Because we're worried that he'll go and praise. They didn't make it a blanket iser. And this is going to be the key over here. Whereas, you know, the different things that the Chacham uh, enacted, they made a halacha of bishalakam. You can't eat bishalakam. Why? Because we don't want you to come and marry uh, non-Jews. Right? And they said you can't do pasakam, same reason. And all these different kinds of takanas the Chazal made. And they didn't say, well, it depends on the situation. You know, if you're living in a place where all the non-Jews are very ugly, so no one will marry any non-Jews anyway, so then there's no problem. Right? We understand. The surim don't work that way. Chazal make an iser, and even if practically in this particular situation, for whatever reason, it's not relevant, uh, let's make it more relevant, more, 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 more simple. Uh, there were times in, in Europe in history where it was punishable by death to intermarry for a Jew to marry a, a, a guy, right? So, so uh, there's no chashash of chasunus uh, anymore. There's no chashash to get married. No, 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 no such possibility. So anyway, it doesn't make a difference. An iser is an iser, right? When chazal make yisurim, chazal make halachas, bishalakim, pasakim, etc. They asked it. It is a blanket iser. So he's saying over here we see. That this is not like that. This Isra the Chazal said, don't do business with them on the day of their holiday, is different. It wasn't a, a blanket Isra, a loy plug, that it's Asr no matter what. That's not the way they did this. They said it's contextual, it depends. It's only a problem if that's going to happen. It's only a problem if he's going to go and praise his idol. But if that's not going to happen, if that's not the situation, or there's other mitigating factors, such as Eva, the halacha changes. It's not like the other Isurim, that they said the Chazal didn't make any differentiation, and they said it's always going to be Asr. Here they didn't make it a blanket Isur. It depends on the place and it depends on the time. 
and we see that in the Gemara as well, because the Gemara differentiates, as the Rambam we just mentioned said, that this Isra of three days is only in Eretz Yisrael, whereas in Chutz it's not. Why is there a difference between Chutz and, and uh, Eretz Yisrael? Not because in Chutz we have much more difficult time dealing with Gaim. That's not the reason why. Actually, the reason is, is because in Eretz Yisrael, they apparently were much more involved in their idolatry. They were much more into their idol worship, and you, therefore you had to se- separate already three days earlier. They Mamish went and they jumped to give a hachshach to their, their idol if you gave them a present, whereas in Chutzlars they were a little cooled down a little bit and they weren't so into the idol worship, but on, on the Yantiv itself, on their holiday, you couldn't do it. So you see, it differentiates, right? If the, time, if the place where you live, it's a, Goyim have a different kind of approach, so then the halacha changes. Why would Shmuel be able to say that? It must be, this is what Chazal wanted to begin with. Everything should depend on where you live and what's going on. In the fifth parak of Avodah a guy sent him a present, very similar to the story of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shmuel had a similar story. A guy sent him a present on the day of his holiday, the Kiblin accepted it. Why? I know that this guy is an atheist. This guy is an atheist. He's just making believe he's an Ivan of Aydazara. He's not a real, he's not, he's not a real idolater, so I can accept the gift from him. So here you go, and he's taking a real Isra Chazal. He's like, I happen to know it doesn't apply in this case. So you see, you could do that. You can't do that with any other Isra Chazal. But this Isra apparently is different. And it's very, um, it, very, it very much depends on the circumstance. Alma in Gezerah Mokhlatis. You see, it's not a Gezerah Mokhlatis. Right? So right away, right, if we were to apply just even, even the Gemara he just said, right? So we know that uh, the, these, these non-Jews, even if they are devout Catholics, right, they're not going and running in front of the cross and bowing down and praising because we sent them a holiday greeting email. Right? Probably not. It's probably buried in 500 other holiday greeting emails that they got from all their vendors. So you, if you want to make it like that, that it's, a, it, it's going to be very much dependent on the... On the context, so we probably can safely assume with much of the situation. Now, if you're going to give a um, $500 bottle of whiskey to one of your clients that you really want to, you know, encourage business, so that might be different. You know, I don't know. Uh, he might, he might, uh, might have a thought about that when he's, he's doing his praying. So, but certain things, it would, it would definitely be ruled out. Well, Can we pass on like, the Ramam that... Um, we'll see, we'll see soon. We'll get to the Ramam. Like, Oh, we'll talk about that in a moment. That's, we'll get to that soon. Yeah. Uh, you should realize that Taisus and Bukharis is only for Goyim. For Jews, it's for sure of a desire. No question that it's an Avedazar for us. The question is if it's a desire for them, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. What is the problem? Why was the reason for this? We didn't want to go into that. That's like a whole sugi for itself. It's, it's suffice that it's a problem. Left Neva is one side. Shout on the Gemara what the problem is. Okay. So anyway, his proof is, is that this is a very interesting kind of Isser. It'll depend on what's going on. He said, I'm sorry, we know for a fact that the guy is not going to serve an idol, and he won't go praise, it's okay. And that's why whenever there's another mitigating factor, the, fact, the problem of Eva, it's also allowed. Because that's the way Chazal made this Takana to begin with. They didn't 
put it upon us when there's a problem of Eva. That's why we know that everybody does business with Goyim even on their Yom Edom, and he's clearly referring to Sunday. Number one, we have an Eva issue. If we would just like say, no business for you, we're not selling to you today, right? And we start discriminating between our, our customers. We don't, we don't take Christians on Sunday. Obviously, that's not going to go over well. We know that they're not going to go and praise. What we're selling them is not so important to them. We also have, uh, we have to do business. We can not survive if we're going to cut out our customers. And we're only just being machnif, which means they know we don't really... I don't know exactly what this means. It means something. I'm not sure what that far is. And likewise, you find a heter like this in Yerushalmi, the Garcin and Hassam, etc. So the Ritva takes this Gemara that says there's a heter of Eva, even though Behuda Nesia didn't want to say with a, cl- with a clarity that Eva is a heter, the Ritva does take it from the Gemara that way. He does take from the Gemara that that wasn't Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah's question. Of course, Eva would be a heter. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah was trying to figure out what's the best way around it. Maybe he was looking for a way to get around the problem. But he took it that Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah was saying as a statement, as a fact, that Eva is a heter. And his only explanation is, is that this kind of iser is different than your regular iser. It's not a blanket iser. It's different than all other iser Rabbanan. It's dependent on context. It's only iser if the guy will actually be azlumite. Okay. Now, Let's, now, there's another, we skip the next Maramakum, which is Trum Sadesh, and you go to the Meiri. I don't want to learn through the whole Meiri, it's kind of long. He also is going back and forth about this, whether, you know, what the halacha is. I just look at the bolded uh, line over here. He says, You won't find anybody who's careful about this. Klal, Afbiyam Adam, even on their holiday. Loi Goyen, Veloi Rav, Veloi Chacham, Veloi Talmud, Veloi Chassid, Veloi Mishasid. I guess the last one means uh, someone a wannabe. You know, so even wannabes aren't doing this. You know, so no one's no one's being knowing this chumra. That just shows you how you know outdated this chumra is. But it's not. It's not like neged. So he says. Obviously, everybody understands that it's not. It's not. They're not practically. They're not going to do it, and so on and so on. But he goes. He says kind of the same svaras that the Ritva says. Let's go to Truma Sadeshan. So Truma Sadeshan has. A problem here. He has a, a situation. Become a Yaris in many cities. They send gifts to the priests. Not just that, they sent to the priests. The priests were kind of the ruling power in many cities. Or to the, the Lord, the landowner. The eight, eight days after Nittel, Nittel being Xmas, eight days after. What's eight days after? New Year's. New Year's. Right? Then maybe everything for a moment is a problem giving a present on New Year's? Ever occurred to you that might be a problem? It's called the Yule. It's part of their, it's part of their actual... It is, right. Right, 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 right. So he's about to say. So it's, uh, it, it's a thing. Giving a present on the New Year's is actually seems to be a bigger issue than even giving a present on Xmas. Xmas the presence on Xmas is like a, a new minig. This is the alta minig. You need a guy. You say, you have it all wrong. You're <laughs> giving gifts on the wrong day. We have Makaris. Anyway, you explain that to your people. Yeah. So, when the new year begins, is there a problem with this or not? Tshuva. 
you have to be careful with this. Don't send it on this day. And this is the source for the concept that we're all familiar with. Send it a day early or a day late. Right? So this is where it comes from. Right? We've all heard that, that if you want to give a holiday gift, give it a day before or a day after so that you avoid that problem. Now understand that, we're gonna, he's about to explain, that this was not just your regular you know, nice gift that you give to your postman or to your garbage man. This was to the Lord, the landowner, the guy who could potentially, the pudits, right? The guy who could throw you into jail and, 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 or, or kill you, or, or he had basically pretty much control over your life. So this was serious business. This gift meant a lot. It really meant a lot. So he says, no, do it a day earlier after. And one of the G'dayim writes this over in the name of the Rachar Zeruah. That was, um, he was the son of the Zeruah. Yeah, different names of their um, holidays. Don't give them a gift on that day. Amnam, he says, he says this is not such a great idea. They won't be very happy if you give a belated New Year's gift. It doesn't, doesn't go over well. Why do they want a gift on Yom Shmini, the calendar, the eighth day after after Xmas? Somehow that like uh, gives starts off the year the right way. So we also do simanim on Rosh Hashanah, right? We eat uh, all the things that we eat in order to have the They have the same concept also. That's why they want gifts on New Year's. So we really, I think we have to sit down with our Goyim and explain to them what's going on. I don't think any of them know what they're really doing. We have to explain it to them. You have, this, you have to understand why you give gifts in Xmas, what the purpose is. You know, don't open it up until New Year's so that you can start <laughs> off your year the right way. It's a Pashim Shad here, what? Yeah, I think we, yeah, we're on to something. So anyway, and I, clearly in, that, in those days, it was a thing. And they did not, they did not uh, appreciate belated New Year gifts. It was not appreciated. If you send it a day late, then it's, it's too late. Second day Rosh Hashanah doesn't count. But the day previously, he says, he gives you a different kind of Eitzah. He says, what you could do is, the day right before, it's, a little, it's already late in the day. Yeah, so then they're okay. That, that you could do. You could be makdim liyem a little bit. That's fine. Then they'll accept it. So that's his eight. I don't know. That's clear. Someone who usually, now he says, oh, this eight is not going to help you so much. Because what happens if New Year's is Sunday? So now the day before New Year's is, is Shabbos. You can't be Michal Shabbos. You can't give it to him. So he says, oh, it's okay then, fine. You can send it on New Year's. The Yahachar, because if you do it later, to, later to have a lay Eva, he'll be upset. Because he, this is what he wants. You see, that Rabbi Huda, again, he quotes it as if Rabbi Huda is saying a, a, a statement. Rabbi Huda wasn't worried about the problem of Azul Maida because he was, had this issue of Eva. And certainly nowadays, they, they don't go and, and thank their gods when you give them a present. And certainly what I just said, it really is just because they want to start off the New Year's on the right foot. And certainly not because of their Abba Zara. And therefore, he says it's okay. So the, the Truman Sadashan says like this. He says you should rather not give it on the day itself. You should avoid this issue by giving it a day before and a day after. And that he's okay with. 
that is okay with because the only problem he has is yom aid. He doesn't have a problem of kaidem yom aidem, achar yom aidem. And even though before, in other words, when he's starting off, he's assuming that this is a religious thing, giving them a gift. Later he says it's not such a religious thing; it's just a simon. But as he starts, he's assuming this is a religious practice, giving them the gift. And he says, "Okay, you can give him the gift. Just don't give it on the day itself, because that's the isra of yom aid." And then he says, "Look." Lemaisa, if you're stuck and you have to give it on the day itself, you can be makel with that also because of Ava. Okay? So the Truman Sedition is a big makar here, to be makel in this whole Isser of holiday gifts. Right? He allows it. He says we're not worried about the, if it's not on the, the, hol- the day of itself. As long as you're not on the day itself, you could give or accept holiday gifts according to Truman Sedition. Even on the day itself, if there's a Chashash Ava, he allows it. So that's good. Right. So that that's apparently uh, it's only the, the reason is because they're not so into thanking their gods. So when their mind is on their god, it's like if you have the Allah, if you give it to them on Yom Kippur, then okay, they're in the they're in the mood, they're in the spirit, they'll thank their gods. They're the day church. before, it's already too late. You know, it's, it's what? they're in church on the Right, right, they go. Yeah, yeah, right. What? Muslims possibly different. There's a discussion about that too. Well, yeah. Okay, let's just see the halacha lemaisa here. Let's just see the what it says in Shulchan Aruch. It's the same issue. In other words, if the card would be a reason for them to be very appreciative and be azlum vayda, then it would be get into this question, and you would have to come onto this hetter. In other words, either you're giving it before New Year's or after New Year's, and they're not so makbut on these. The Truman Sedeshin's Chumrah, <laughs> they're okay if you give it to them a day before and after, then there's not a problem. If you can actually give it to them, or like send them a New Year's email on New Year's itself, so then it would be, then you would have to rely on this hetter of Ava. Ideally, he says, try to do it a day before. But. So as I said before, it's highly unlikely that the mamish touch his heart, right? If you send out a blasting, yeah. I don't think he'll thank his gods for that. He might thank someone else, you know. <laughs> but, to, send yeah. a, to send a card like a donation has been made, like that's okay? <laughs> mamish, mamish lachmonis, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. What? Maybe. Maybe that's what he means. They know you're sending Right, 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 because you're just trying to get, uh, right. Okay. It is a separate question, yeah. I'm not discussing the Lysachenim issue, yeah. That's a whole different issue for itself. Okay, let's see what it says in the Shulchan Aruch, because in the Ramah, he actually addresses going to a party as well. So the, the Mechaber says in Simon Kuf, Mem, Ches, Sif, Yud, Beis, Yesh, Aymrim, Shein, Kaladvarim, Elu, Amurim, all these issues. You just, you just learned the whole Simon over here in Shulchan Aruch, right? So 11 Sifim, and you get to Sif, Yud, Beis, says, Ah, Yesh, Aymrim, Kol, Elu, Advarim, everything you just learned. Elabais is man, it was only relevant in those days. Avalbizman is then, nowadays, Einam, Bikim, Betiva, Lilim, the Nassau, into their idols. Lafik, Chamutu, Losses, Velosses, Imam, Biam, Chagam, you can do business with them, even on their. Holiday, and you can lend them and do everything else. And even if you're giving money to the, the priests themselves, they know some him they pocket it, they don't do uh, they don't they don't do with it. They go out to the restaurant with it. He probably just means that they they, they support themselves. And also there's an Ava issue. If we separate ourselves from them. 
and make ourselves very clearly distinct and, 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 and not following their customs on their holiday, but we're listening, living between them, and we have to do business with them the whole year. If you came to a city, and you found them rejoicing on their holiday, you can actually rejoice with them. Half of You can go to a holiday party and uh, be happy. Mishum Eva again, but only because of Eva. The Havi You're just trying to clearly. You're just you're just doing it in order to to um, appease them. Yes. But you shouldn't enjoy it too much. Like, don't really well, look what he's about to say. <laughs> Anybody that has any kind of Baal Nefesh, you know, if you're, you care about your Neshama, please stay away. <laughs> don't be so happy with them. If you can come up with any other way of avoiding the Eva issue, same thing as if you send a gift to a guy eight days after Nittal, right, New Year's, they have the Simen, this is quotes the Trumas Adeshin that they have this concept that if they get a present on that day, if you can send it earlier by night, if not, you can send it on the Chag itself. Okay, so we see very clearly Halacha, the Ramah says, the Ramah is okay. The Ramah is okay with, with uh, participating somewhat in the, the holiday just again for the sake of. You're doing it, remember, why are you doing it? L'shem Shemayim, you're doing it for the sake of either following protocol so that there's no Eva, that they shouldn't think, you know, you're, you're being rude or, or, or not caring about them or disrespecting the religion or etc. That is a heter of Eva. Or you can do it on a day before, on a day after when there's no clear correlation between them going. And now, see, the, the thing is, the Trumas Hadeshen is actually addressing where you're giving them a gift, L'shem, their, their mitzvah of getting gifts. Uh, you know, the other ones are just talking about you're randomly giving him a gift around that time of year, right? So the, the, another, the extra issue in Xmas gifts is that it's a minig, it's a custom of theirs, and it's uh, honoring their, their chaga by giving them a gift, you know, for the sake of their chaga. But that is, the Truman Session is addressing that, right? Truman Session is, that's what he's talking about, that you're giving them a New Year's gift because New Year's is a thing for them. They want to get gifts, and it has a religious meaning to them, and even so, he's still okay with it, as long as it's not done on the year, on the day, then he seems to be fine with it, and even on the day, if it's done L'shem Eva, he's okay. So, it's th- that doesn't seem to be such a big issue. But going to a highly party, we're saying is that Eva, because they might feel uncomfortable, it's not real Eva, Eva, they're gonna, they're gonna have sinner, they're gonna kill us, they're gonna hate us, they're not really gonna hate us, we don't go to their holidays. Uh, well, it, it, again, we, we, we consider Eva, even the underpinnings of Eva, meaning to say... He's not a team player. Yeah, 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 the underpinnings of Eva is also, no, not, not because you're gonna lose your job, but all these things are what collectively lead to the next step, right? When it becomes a, a widespread feeling that the Jews are just, you know, they don't care about us, they don't do it, they don't participate, they, you know, they can't be trusted, etc. That goes very quick, very quickly, as we've seen in history, to the next step. So he's saying, the saying you, you could, if you feel you have to, give him an Xmas gift on Xmas? That's exactly what he's saying. Halloween's yeah. the same way. If you, if the community. Uh, 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 no, no, Halloween. Nobody yeah. Gives, gives on Nobody's there in the office. Right, 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 right. So it's always done previously. Correct. So here, it was, the only real shallow is because it's you kind of addressing their chaga, which that the Truman doesn't seem to have a problem with. Yeah. If you own a business, you may be giving bonuses at the end of the year, which could easily be coming. It could be chal on New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. Nowadays, nobody's really modded. 
Nobody really cares no, anymore. All right. That's why you have this whole. You have this whole. True. Nobody cares happens. anymore. Nobody even knows what to say. Yeah. If, if they're not Moda, then why is it such a problem on the day? Well, if they're not Moda anyway, why is it a problem on the day? That is true. That is also true. And the truth is, Adeshin was kind of saying that, but they are not so into it. Let's uh, let's go. Let's move on. We have a few minutes minutes left. Let's let's discuss a little bit about the actual uh, saying. Mary. Merry Xmas, are you allowed to say that or not? Ha- or happy holidays. We'll get, we'll get to happy holidays. Let's start with, the, let's start with saying it, the word itself. So over here, let's start with what it says here in Shulchan Aruch. You two, all they say to you, can you say... Okay, we'll talk about all those. Uh, let's say, we'll, we'll, we'll include everything here. So this is Simon, uh, Simon Kufmem Zayin in, in Helchus Avayda Zara. So look at, look at Sif Bays. Sif Bays. Shem Chagim Shalahem, if you, the names of their holidays. Shehem Keshem is Bnei Adam, that have the same name as people. Echashash Laz Kiram, there's no problem to mention the name of the holiday. Uhu Shalai Yikraim Kemoshim Maz Kiram Maisam Agayim Blashim Chashivas, as long as you don't give reverence to the holiday when you refer to it, right? Hence saying Xmas instead of. Christmas, right? Saying that would give it some reverence, and we, we just try to make it more secular by saying Xmas. So he says that's okay. Now, if you look at the look at the Goyen over here, he points out something. There's a Goyen in Sifkat and Gimel on the bottom. He says, Shame Goyim, Zelashin Hagoyis Maimonius, and Biragra, Saif Perakei, Kosev Re'aim, She'ein Osir El Hashem Shenitin Lahem Lashem El the Isser, there's, see, there's an Isser in the Torah of shame Elohim Acherem Loisaskiru. You're not allowed to say the name of an idol. You're not allowed to say the name of an Avedizar. It's an Isser. An Isser to say the name of an Avedizar. It's an Isser Deraisa. So essentially, uh, so what we can address here is, is if you're going to mention the name of Isa Ha'ish, you're potentially being over an Isser Deraisa. Shame Elohim Acherem Loisaskiru. It's a serious issue. Now, just to address what, um, what Anshel mentioned before, there is, it's important to understand that although there is some question of whether Christianity is of a Dezara, that's only a question if it's of a Dezara for Goyim. There's no question it's of a Dezara for Yidin. If a Jew believes in Yashka, he's an Ovid of a Dezara, that's for sure. There's only a question regarding them, which also we don't pass, it happens to be we don't pass in that way. We hold that even for them it's of a Dezara, just happens to be. But even the whole question is only for Goyim, because maybe it's a Shutvis. There could, when they connect uh, an Avay Dezara with God, that might not be prohibited. That's a Machlai Kisrishayim, if that's prohibited for a guy or not. But for a Jew, it's for sure prohibited. So for a Jew, it's for sure Avay Dezara. So for us to say the name of Yashka, is a, a, a potentially a big problem of Shemel Himachem Kiru, and likewise all the derivatives of his name, which is the holiday and etc. So is that okay or not? So the, he says like this, the problem is only when the name was given that, to that idol, L'Shem Elohus, to demonstrate or to represent his godliness. Avashem had Yoytis, but the actual, the simple name that he had, or the idol had, Avishasu Eloya, even though they made it into a god, Kivin Shebezeh Hashem Inba Elohus, Adnus, the actual name itself, doesn't have any particular uh, holiness. Vigam L'Nitin L'Shem Kachan wasn't granted to them for that purpose, Mutter. 
Mitzvah B'Shem Elohim, B'Shem Elohosik B'Rakosav, B'Chein Tzinan, Kalanya, Sadandra, B'Katapa, these are all names of idols and their, their, and their holidays, She'el Shem is to say, and the reason why it was okay was because those names were given to them prior to them being Eilu L'Gedula, before they became idols. But B'Kama M'Kaim is, Huz Kar Oisa Ha'ish, V'Tamidah B'Shas, and the, the Gemara, uh, there are many of those are removed by the censor, but now that we have them back, there are many places in Shas where the the Gemara refers to Yeshu Hanaitsu. Yeshu was his name. Yeshu is just a Hebrew way of saying Yashka. So they, the Gemara refers to him by name. You see, there's no problem to refer to him by name. That's the, the Goyen's riot. Now, important to understand here that there's a distinction here. He has a first name and a last name. So his first name was his name. That was his name. So it's interesting that we naturally have a bigger aversion to saying that first name. And then some of the Pais, earlier Pais can point this out. The Minig is that people have a much bigger aversion to saying the first name, whereas the last name, which means Mashiach, and it was given to him actually because they were trying to con- uh, confer a Cheshivus, and that he's the anointed one, and he's the savior, and etc. All their, what they believe. So his, the, the Christian part of his name is the bigger problem than the first name. The first name is a Choyl name. That was his name. That was his name. It's, it's Yeshu, and it's translated. So it's that, that, we, we don't, the Benig is not to say that either, but that's a much lesser issue, whereas the second half of his name and the, calling the holiday by that name is a much bigger issue, because that actually was given to him, L'Shem uh, Elohos. So, so first of all, we have a little clarity over here. So a few things we have to clarify, right? So number one, we have to understand that there's no question that it's Avodah Zara. That's not a Shiloh. It's Avodah Zara for us for sure, and as it happens, it's, the Halacha Lamaisa, we paskin as Avodah Zara for Gaim too. So Christianity is Avodah Zara. It's discussed at length regarding whether a cross is an actual Avodah Zara, or is a literal Avodah Zara, because as we all know, it's a big Jewish business, manufacturing crosses. <laughs> if you don't go into the Santa Claus business, you know, you can look into the, the cross business. So anyway, uh, that, that was always a, that's, that's a discussion, whether it's actual Avodah Zara or not, or you're producing an Avodah Zara. But the, the, the name is not a problem. The name is not a problem per se, the first name, but the last name is already a question. Is now, the the same thing? Oh, so some, they say that Christianity is just a, uh, is not conferring anything on anybody, it's just a term. They're not talking about him, yes. right, you're just saying those who believe that, but it's not, that's just, just a way to refer to them. That, most Pisces are okay with that. That they're okay with. Now, there's this fascinating tshuva in, uh, from a Israel Hildesheimer. A Israel Hildesheimer was a grandson of the Aruch in, in, uh, it's not in your Marimachimus. Uh, he sent a question by a Rav in, I can't even pronounce this, someplace in, in, in uh, Germany, Burger Prepach, something like that. His name was Deutsch, Rav Deutsch. So Rav Deutsch had a school, and in his school they had a, hired a new Rebbe, a new teacher, and uh, this teacher, they see, uh, he was reported by his Talmudim that he says Yashka's name in class. Says it out, just like that. He doesn't say Oisa Ish, he doesn't say Yashka, he says his name. So the, the, the Talmudim came running to the Rosh Hashiva, what's going on here? So they, he called in this Malam, and the Malam says, look, most of the time I don't say it. But he says, I have two Goyim in my class. So you could have a little idea of the context of what was going on at the time. So I have two Goyim in my class, and uh, it came up, we were reading through a textbook. And his name was mentioned in the textbook. So if I was going to change it or alter it, it would be very insulting to them. So I couldn't do that. So the Rav said, you did the right thing. You did the right thing. And it's okay. It's mutter. It's, you know, it's once in a while. It happens. Obviously, every time you say BC, you don't have to translate it. Every time you say uh, AD, you don't have to translate it. That's what he, he says. But if it comes up like that once in a while, you can do it. And then he says, after I gave this psak 
Another Rav heard about it and he said, no, absolutely not. It's Asr Gomer, it's Shem Elohim Achayim Leisaskiru, how could you do that? So this was the Shaila he sent to Rav Azul Hildesheimer. Did he did the right thing or did he do the wrong thing? Can his Rebbe continue to say Yashka and call him Shem Malchus while he's giving Shir or not? Is that okay or not? So he goes through these Marmachimus, he brings then the Hagayis Maimini, that it's Shem Shnitin Lam Shem and Rabbi Israel Hildesheimer points out that that would be okay for his first name, but that wouldn't help you for his last name. His last name is the name that was given to him as Chashivas. So this Rav writes that no, that name uh, is, is, uh, like, means Mashiach. He says it really all it means is the, is the ruler. It's like you're saying he's the king, the despot, uh, that rules over all Christians. So it's not necessarily giving him a godliness. It's not defer- conferring upon him uh, a lohus. It's just giving him chashivus as their ruler, their, their leader. And therefore, that doesn't necessarily fall into the Isra of Shem And therefore, it should be allowed. Both, Both names. Yeah, that's why even the second name is okay. That's what he wants to assume. Now, Rev, uh, Rev Israel Hildesheimer is, uh, says, you know, I hear what you're saying. But he doesn't buy into it so much. And he says it's very posh that the minig is not like that. It's very, very chomer to people not to say the name. It's very chomer to avoid saying the name, even though essentially he says it could be mutter, but Lamaisa, he says everybody is, is, is makbid not to do it. And there's a much earlier tshuva from the Chavis Yoyer, Chavis Yar, where he also addresses this discussion because they had minted a coin. They had minted a coin, and the name of the coin was Yashka Pandrak. That was the name of the coin, Yeshu. That was, that's how you call it. So he said, give me a dollar, you had to say, give me a, a that. So he wanted to know, are you, allowed to, are you allowed to do that or not? And he also goes through the different reasons why there's no Isser to say his name, but he also mentions, Afki hamoin la'avoin shem hanevad. He says that the, 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 everybody in the world considers it to be an Avera and to, to be insulting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to say his name. And they don't say his mother's name either. And the right thing is to continue with that minute, even though the MS is that there's no Esser. So, practically speaking, to say Mary Xmas was giving, it was conferring Chashivas on their, their uh, Chaga is the wrong thing to do. Uh, now, if you say Xmas, it's okay. But even to say Merry Xmas, it's, it's, not, it's not really okay. It should be avoided. Happy Holidays, is, that's very secular. Right? That's like a Chag Sameach, right? So happy Holidays, it's, that's a secular thing. That's probably okay. But even that should be avoided on the day. On the day itself, it should be avoided. Because otherwise, it's just like a Chloe's dig thing. Maybe you mean Hanukkah. You know, maybe you mean uh, New Year's, which is not necessarily uh, religious. So you could, it's better... If you can avoid doing it on the day, it's certainly the best, and certainly not to say, um, to say Mary Xmas itself. And I would think you too is the same kind of idea. Then the problem is, there's, there's one problem actually saying the word. That itself is its own problem of Shem Elohim Acherim Leisaskiru. And then there's an, also an issue just practically, which is why there is such a minig, right? Why, even if there's no real Isser in saying his name, no one wanted to do it because we don't want to give any Chashivas Tavay Dezara. We don't want to be Santa Claus. <laughs> That's the bottom line. It's not a Jewish thing. We try to avoid that kind of thing. We, 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 we marchik ourselves from Avodah Zarah as far as we can. So that's the concept why it's, it would apply to wishing them the, the, with the name of the holiday. Again, you say happy holidays. It's much more secular. It's much more uh, general. So that l'chaira should be okay. The, the yeah. Hc. Yeah. <laughs> 